on Fitzy's Form Lounge, the weekend snapshot. Bet with Miles on Dabble. Download the app today. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Hello to you, Mitch Lewis. Good morning, mate. How are you going today? And I hope the listeners are going well. Yeah, oh, I think they are. They're all up and about. They're flying here in the banter thread. We'll get to a few questions. A lot of people talking about Coleman, Eternal Flame. We're going to run through the card here at Caulfield. We're going to get through it. Nice and quick, my friend. Race number one over the 2,000. Um, tough enough little race. I know you were keen flash feeling last start, weren't you? Yeah, I'm not sure. This is a little bit harder than that race. So I, this is very open. I'm... Probably not recommending a bet in there, but I, I, I don't mind Glentanius. I think Glentanius has got some good upside. I've put him on top, but not much separates him and Dunkel, in my opinion. Yeah, I think they're the two you can probably play around, but I want to see what's happening uh, first up there at Caulfield. Race number two, uh, this is where I do want to have a play, Midtown Boss. It's in my daily dabble, which I'm going to talk about in a little while, but Midtown Boss on top for me. Yeah, Midtown Boss for me as well. I think they nominated for the listed race over in Adelaide, and I was hoping it was going to go there, but not to be in the end. Um, if you look at Barrier 11 as well, I wouldn't be too concerned. They get a decent enough run in there at Caulfield, so I'm happy Midtown Boss in race two. We go to race number three, and I want to get the money early from Midtown Boss. I want to I want to uh, back Autumn Angel in the Armanasco, the Group 2 Armanasco Stakes. I think it's drawn perfectly here. Go first up for Billy Egan, Peter Moody, and Kath Coleman. And that'll also be part of the Daily Dabble. Yep, second best bet of the day for me, Autumn Angel. Oh, I think she runs pretty well first up, and I think she's suited on a good track. Her and Sarasana, they're the two class horses of the race, in my opinion. But I think Autumn Angel will appreciate the conditions better. So Dabble are offering the uh, cash back to third place for races three and four miles. So I've posted my best bet and next best bet coming up in those races. So... If some people are quick, they might be able to hop on there and be the first ones in. Let's talk about your best bet. We've got a race number four, which is the Group 3 Zedative Stakes. Um, I, I, I am going to take you on, but talk me into Brave Mead. Yeah, so Brave Mead, he's got a little bit of residual fitness through the spring. He went a little bit deeper than a few other horses, and I think that paid the way for him to win that first race um, first up. Uh, it was probably a career peak, but I think the way he sort of was able to progress last prep, if he progresses again, he's going to be really hard to beat here. If he even runs the same race as he did last start, exceptionally hard to beat. Uh, and another one, barrier 11, 1,200 metre start, no concern. If he goes forwards again, he's going to be in a good position. I think it sets up well for him. Uh, did you give Mahaba any hope? I'm just going to back Mahaba each way. Uh, yes, I think I had that as a hope, but yeah, in my picks, I was looking at one, three, eleven were my order. Don Corleone, a sniff, and Legacies a sniff. Yeah, Legacies is a horse that had that big spruik on it uh, last preparation and didn't manage to fire. I think it went under at a very short quote. We move to race number five, the Autumn Classic for the uh, Group Two over the eighteen hundred metres. I'm with United Kingdom here uh, for the Price and Kent Junior Yard. Damien Lane only had the one go. Yeah, there's a little bit of that in this race. So a few of these runners are coming out of maidens straight up into the class. Uh, I think. The one that I think can, who's got a couple of wins on the board is number nine, Sox Nation. I thought the win at Mooney Valley defeating Acid Wash was pretty good. A similar setup here, 1,800 metres, well placed, I'd say. Let's go to race number six. It's the Group 2 Peter Young over the 1,800. And I think this is wild, this. I've got absolutely no idea. Yeah, I, I'm probably willing to risk Gold Trip. I know they're not going to go if it's too firm. He's a class horse, no doubt. He was second in this race last year as well. I'm not, I'm not 
all over my New Zealand form. Uh, so that's a Group One winner in Campio Nessa. Uh, well, where it, is that horse? The, and then the forms around Legato, yeah. and, and I mean Legato's a star. If they, if the, if he's one for punters, if they start backing this horse on Saturday, just keep an eye on the market. You want to get on it if they start. Sitting around 280 now, if it starts to go down quite quickly before the jump, I'd want to be on. But I thought Foxy Cleopatra each way could run a race. Uh, she looked like she returned in pretty good order last start and up to the 1,800 metre suits. I'd be having, uh, I'd be field leg for the early quaddy for me. That's what I'd be doing. Let's go to the Group 1 Futurity for the Lamaros Hotel. Race number seven, Mr. Brightside around $1.50, $1.55 at the moment. It just looks a one-horse affair. You know what? I'll say it and I'll say it on radio. This is one of the weakest Group 1 Futurities you'll ever see. Yeah, I think he'll just win. He's obviously scaring a few horses off. So it's not a stacked field. He's got the class. He should be getting it done. I thought the value in the race was Buffalo River to place. All righty. I think we just leave that race alone. Let's get to it. The sports, uh, the uh, Blue Diamond Stakes. I nearly read out the spots. <laughs> the uh, race eight, the Blue Diamond Stakes over the 1,200 group one here. I, um, mate, it's all about Coleman, and I've got Coleman on top. But uh, from a punting perspective, I thought a couple of horses stay focused. Um, I thought uh, High Octane and Hayasugi uh, were all over the odds. Uh, Hayasugi was good to me last start. Clearly, Coleman and Lady Camelot can win. But I just thought um, the others were probably overpriced in a race that's reasonably open. Yeah, I find it really open. I think I've got six or seven in this quaddy of mine. Very open, like you said. Uh, look, Lady of Camelot, I think that set up for her is ideal. Barrier four, you couldn't ask for anything better. When I um, analyse these two-year-old races, I think the closer they are to the rail, the better. They don't have to think about other horses. They can just get to the rail, and then they just think about running straight, if that makes sense. You don't have to weave or... You, you sort of take bad luck out of it. So I think Lady of Camelot steps up nicely. And I thought one that was over the odds was Anisa. Um They had a clear plan that they yep. weren't going to try and blow her up first up behind Coleman. And I saw enough there to me to suggest that she's going to peak here. So she's an each way price, I'd say. Absolutely. I think you can take the overs and hope for an upset. But if you get beaten by Coleman, you know, you just wear it, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I've got six or seven in the quaddy. You know, two-year-old racing is not really my go, uh, but it's solid. It's good two-year-old uh, blue diamond I've seen for a while. Yeah, it's certainly deep. Hey, let's get to race number nine. It's the Oakley Plate. Um, I've put King's Gambit as part of my daily da- uh, dabble. It gets in here, 50 kilos, draws inside. I'm happy to risk a, a few of them in here. I think Benedetta's probably the clear danger uh, with Asaphora. Um, outside of those three... I think it's sort of take your pick. Yep. So King's Gambit, I've got a small concern on barrier one. We know he can be a little bit slow away or he can rear a little bit sometimes. And that was my concern with him that how the race map shapes to me, I'd be worried that he gets shuffled back too much because I can list you, this tempo will be hot. So Cumin will look to go forward. Hypothetical is going to go forward. Recommendation maybe. Najim Sahail just goes forwards. And even Sharipa will want to go forwards with Aspora. I think it sets up nicely for a couple of horses that can set up behind that speed. Uh, Benedetta from Barrier 5 will land in a good spot. And I think you're getting overs for Talos, who absolutely, you know, run over the top of Asplora without too much damage last time. But the price difference on those, I think, is wild. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's go to race number 10, though. This one's interesting. A lot of questions on Eternal Flame here. Forbidden City was pretty good last start when Kath Coleman gave it a bit of a push each way. I'm going to stick with Revolutionary Miss. Um, 
here that rolled Forbidden City. I think it just might be better for uh, that run after the little sort of freshen up trial post the Gold Coast run behind Samana and Meridius, where we saw Samana then come out and uh, and win again in Sydney last weekend. Yeah, this is pretty open as well. Um, I'm probably not diving headfirst into it. I think another one we can forget quickly is running by. You can forgive a horse for one bad run, and she didn't really look suited at the valley there, so I wouldn't be surprised to see her bounce back. Oh, I've got Vagrant on top with Damien Lane in the saddle. Barrier one's my little bit of concern. I don't want him to get too far back or her too far back, but if she lands in a handy spot, she's got a good turn of foot and 1,400 metre suits. Hey, uh, Mitchie, I need your best bets for Caulfield, and then I want Morfordville, and then I want Mooney Valley tonight, please. Righto, I'll flick through these. So my best two at Caulfield, uh, race three, number two, Autumn Angel, race four, number one, Brave Mead. I'll flick across to Morfordville first if my iPad catches up. So race four, number five, Outsider for the Clarken team. Uh, this horse, they come from everywhere to back it first up, and it was a little bit slow away. I think if it improves off that, it's going to be in a handy spot, and it stays at a similar grade. So Outsider will get the job done. Uh, race seven, number 11, the map. I'm very bullish on the map. I think the map is Adelaide's best chance of winning the Adelaide Cup. I should say South Australia. Uh, I thought she was vulnerable first up over the twelve, uh, the two thousand, but she won with complete ease. And she gets better the further she goes out in trip. I like the setup for her second up. I think she gets the job done. And then I'm having an each way play race eight, number two, struck by. He's a listed winner who prefers good ground. Uh, he'll lead that race up, and if the track's a little bit leaderish, he's going to be in a good position. What's that, sorry? Oh, I was going to say, I think Struck By will be in a good position in that each-way price for the listed uh, race there. Yeah, so Morfordville 2, don't forget, we've got the Cinderella Stakes Race 5. Uh, heaters with the Yellow Brick Road in the Lord Reams. I, th- I did think that in the Lord Reams, Grand Promenade was probably the only danger to the map. Um, have you got something for us at the Valley tonight? I thought Race 7, number 4, Herman Hess, was uh, a good go at around the $4, $4.20 mark. Yeah, I've got him on top as well, but I, I lose a little bit of confidence with the staying races at the Valley sometimes. My best bet of the night there is race four, number one, number four. It sets up nicely for him, and he's carried a bit. They can go to your profile, Mitch Lewis, FGB, on Dabble, and they can copy your best bets tonight and tomorrow right around the country, can't they? Yeah, that's it, mate. I've got a little bit more posting to do, but the two Caulfield bests are up, as well as my 50s form lounge multis up there ready to go. I think we're at about $18 for that one, so get around that. Hey, appreciate your time as always, Mitchie. Go well. Thank you, mate. You have a good day. I'll chat to you soon. Mitch Lewis there from Form Guide Breakdowns. You can go and check him out. You can also check him out on the Dabble profile. Now, stack of questions coming in. I'll get to a few of these before the news, Tomo. Uh, do we take much to the fact that J-Mac is off Lady Laguna and got on Zoo Gotcha? I will ask Dean Watling on the other side of this. We've still got Mitch Abaya and Terry Layton still to come. eBay been on fire as well. Uh, Jack Jenkins, we might try and just pinch him for a best bet. Uh, Bodyguard is scratchy. We're well aware, for those on the Bandit channel, Bodyguard is out as of about 15 minutes ago of the Blue Diamond. Um, is Mitch Lewis any relation to Mitch Stark? Because he's right at the stumps. Don't mind that. Thoughts on Foxy Cleopatra in the same race? Toddy from Orange. I, I know that uh, Foxy Cleopatra's a chance, I think, Toddy. I wouldn't talk you out of it. Um, Foxy's a chance. I, I just don't know whether or not it has that edge on these. So um, I'm not sure on it. Uh, we're going to get to the Bandit Channel. We're going to go to the news. Dean Watling, Mitch Abaya, Terry Layton still to come. Plus my daily dabble. We're going to discuss that. $5.50 for three horses. Get your questions in back in a moment.